the Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie or in branch at Holly Hill and Toker. Hi, I'm Eamon Murphy and welcome to the Echo Sport Podcast in association with our friends from O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. I'm joined this morning by Dennis Hurley and Barry O'Mani to look back on the hurling semi-final weekend and to preview the football semi-final weekend coming up. Uh, cracking weekend of matches, no shortage of drama. Dennis, uh, Middleton Sars on the horizon now in a final, that'll be a belter. It, you'd hope so, you'd hope it would be, it has the potential to be, but we were probably saying that about semi-finals too, that we were probably expecting better games. We, we had excitement and dramatic finishes, but maybe the quality overall wasn't at the level you'd be expecting which you can get that in semi-finals. They I were suppose. tight though, weren't they? Yeah. Like both oh, they semi-finals were tight, very tight, tight all the way. Yeah, and you know, d- there, was, um, there wasn't any one-sided games or anything like that, but in semi-finals, when the prize is so big, it can just bring a bit of tension in. And I think we, we saw that um, saw that over the weekend. You know, it, once again, it just showed up the even nature of the competition. We could very easily be sitting here this morning talking about the McKilly playing the bars. They both had in late goals. Um, then the normal time, the McKilly had a chance next time but but Sars pushed on and the bars the bars were um de- dethroned with with that late uh Cormac Bassan goal so you see McKilly particularly would be sick though aren't they I mean they were four points up yeah. start of injury time and even the even the late goal from the, the free it was defendable for one and probably it, it soft enough free like the, you know it was soft enough but it was a very avoidable free I yeah, think yeah, there was he no didn't need to, to give it away yeah. and fairness to Sars I was talking to John Crawley afterwards and he said he said he never thought that they were beaten, you know, once you got it back to three, you're always going to get another chance. And then, fairness to them, um, Luke Elliott popped up with it. Yeah, and then, one of the tallest men in the bitch. Like, it was, um, it was Colin McCarthy sent in that free, and then they brought him out around the middle of the field, um, in extra time. And, like, he, he's the kind of player that was just manna from heaven for him because, you know, he plays cornerback for them. If the, if the opposition have a roving corner forward, he follows him out. Like, he's, he's a forward who's playing cornerback. Playing very well, but if you set him free, then he can do damage. He's he's Sars Barry Nash, I suppose you'd say, really. And and Sars and, uh, produced players like that, don't they? Because you've Connor Sullivan, obviously, who's still playing. Paul Leopold, very good hurler for a guy playing cornerback. Yeah. William Carney, Daniel's twin brother, lovely hurler. And Kyle's cousin Cullum is kind of the opposite in that he is playing full forward, but he's out around the middle as well. And it just shows, you know, good hurlers can, can play anywhere. And just um, the five points and play an extra yeah, time. Yeah, in extra times, there's some going. Yeah, unbelievable stuff. And ba- Barry, the bars are dethroned. Very tight margins in that one, wasn't it? I mean, what stood out to me was that the bars had three or four goal chances. You know, two heroic saves, one by Owen Maloney in the full back line. A brilliant stop by Brian Saunders about fifteen minutes ago, and then they popped up with a goal of their own. Yeah, for one. Yeah, they'd be they'd be very disappointed uh, this week. Um, the bars, I suppose, like. They they looked the, the the likely winners I suppose going to injury time and then Cormac Vazanga popped up with a goal, uh great great finish I suppose Luke O'Farrell did, did well in the build up and uh, you know I suppose the it's tough to win back to back county titles Very isn't hard. it you Very know um, it's tough to win any counties like, lads and just you know it just shows how good in Bikini were when they won um you know, three, in row, three yeah. in a row yeah, a couple of years ago so. Um, yeah, and the Glen even retained it. I know they're, they're, they're now relegated the story of the season, but you know, Sars in their heyday found it hard to retain it. It's very yeah, good. Yeah, that, that's it. Sars, Sars um, I think three times got to the final as defending champions and tr- last three times just goes to show, um, like you say, 
Barris couldn't find a goal. Middleton got theirs, and that was the difference. And was there touches? There was there was fierce debate about square ball maybe for the for the last goal. I know Cormac Bozang wasn't in the square when he pulled and 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 yeah, it would have been would have been a very brave call to make, <laughs> I suppose. Um, and then even the Barris came back. I think Ethan Toomey got the, got the point, and you know you're thinking maybe extra time again. But uh, Brian Saunderson with with that rare beast, uh, a point from play from a, a goalkeeper, and uh, you know. The important save as well. He, you know, come coming after the other in a twenty win. I think he'll have designs on pushing on further. Well, he'd certainly be in the Cork panel. You'd imagine next yeah, year, yeah. you? you know, what I mean, he, he's yeah. a big, imposing kind of figure. Yeah, um, so serious goal. What, what, there, what yeah. impressed me about that go- point at the end was that he'd actually pucked the ball out over the sideline, miscued it after eating Toomey's point, and I thought, well, here we go, extra time. The Bears will, will, will get an equaliser, and he'll be disgusted. Yeah. And he had the, you know, they won the ball back, and he raged forward and absolutely lamped the slitter yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, and great, great to have that kind of mental strength, like so. Um, yeah, confident. He's, he's, there's a bit of swagger about him, right? Isn't there? He was uh, so getting into it with plenty keeper, of the yeah. Bears players all the way through but the game. Like the Bears, they created a lot of goal chances, didn't they? And absolutely. Um, like, no. That might be a concern for Milton, you know, um, going to the final against ours. But like, um, you know, like Jack Callan had a great goal scoring chance there just for half time. And uh, unfortunately, the, the, the umpire uh, got into Johnny Barry. So Johnny uh, Barry, a well known figure <laughs> on Cork. Yeah, yeah ho- hopefully he'll uh, recover for the final. Maybe recover for the final. Yeah. So uh, yeah, look, the Bowers will be very disappointed. Yeah. Um, I still thought I still thought Middleton defended pretty well at times. Then it's like in in that. Tommy O'Connell well, yeah. did well. He came out with a lot of balls. Sean Larry Hayes was man-marking Ben Cunningham and did a top job on him, to be well, fair. Well, g- given, given the tally's Ben Cunningham posted, that was who you were going to be looking to, to limit. You're not going to shut yeah. him down. But they, they went to the curb and Sean Larry Hayes did that. A guy who was on the car panel at the start of the year and then left off um, after the league. So probably with a point to prove in that regard. You know, he's, he's an excellent player. Um, for Middleton, he he um you know again like we're saying about good hurlers playing anywhere he can he can fill in a, a number of different positions and you know he he does the job wherever Middleton need him most on, on a given day and he definitely did that yesterday. Yeah. And they had to bring on Kervox Smith who has struggled really badly with injuries. You mentioned the under twenty yeah. Ireland and he missed out on that. He would have certainly been playing in that team across great, the campaign. Would great luxury of a sub to be able to bring on quality player. Yeah, himself and his brother uh, Shane. You know, tough guys, aren't they? Tough, Absolutely, tough markers. yeah, yeah. And I, I suppose for the Bears in defeat, Willie Buckley's four points from play, not just his four points from play, you know, they were fabulous points, but also his movement and energy and himself and Ethan Toomey played really well in midfield together. And both, you know, Ethan obviously came on for Cork this year and yeah. William will be under 20 again next year, but but they're potential Cork hurlers down the line, aren't they? Oh, you think so? Ethan was really good last year um, when, when the Bears won it. Probably maybe took him a bit of time to get back up to that level this year, but like you say, really shone yesterday. He'll um he'll have the football to to bounce back with next week now like like a few other of his teammates so they'll be looking to to kind of refocus quickly but um like yeah like you say a lot of potential there with them William Buckley you know when you're writing a match report now you could nearly write zero four next to his name <laughs> at the <laughs> start because you know he's gonna get it and he's so accurate with his shooting too you know which isn't um which isn't always a given so they'll be disappointed but I don't see them fading away. No, no, the mm. age profile of that team is good, Barry, isn't it? You've a lot of guys who won that minor county a couple of years ago there now, guys who mentioned William Buckley's only just turned 19. Absolutely, yeah, they'll, they'll bounce back, like, um, you know, like they, they have a very good team, and as, as Dennis just mentioned, they have a very good age profile, so... They'll be regular um, contenders. They, they'll, they will be back, yeah, like, but it just goes to show the competitive nature of, of the Cork Club Championship. And for, for Immokilly, you know, it was a missed opportunity, really, wasn't it? Like, four points up there, and... 
they had been out hurled for stretches, started poorly. Jack O'Connor hit the post and it was a three-point game, which would have made it a six-point game. Looked, looked a certain goal. Yeah, that looked like being the real turning point when McKinley came back so well. And yeah, four points up in the 62nd or 63rd minute before um, before Aaron Myers pulled pull back the point from the free. You know, you'd have to feel, like you say, a real missed opportunity. Obviously, Castle Lions players being involved Saturday evening, that was tough, really tough for them to lose the two matches, but just from a physical point of view, um, you know, for them to have to... Yeah, the likes of Mike Kelly and Kieran Joyce kind of ran out of steam a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and, um, you know, the, the Lawsons as well, then Brian and Barry, like, you know, it's a lot a lot to, to contend with, um, especially in a game that, that goes to extra time. And we know all about the calibre of Bill Cooper and Seamus Harney, and they were good again the last day, but some of the younger players in flashes did well, I thought, Dodd Sealy got three points played one of his points on the run there he did that Ben O'Connor half as I like to call it yeah him, yeah that was super that was score wasn't brilliant it brilliant at a time when they really needed it yeah um, Sean Desmond probably didn't reach the highs of the, the Douglas game but you know he was well marked after the yeah, tally he put up there that, that'll happen yeah um, like they'll still have a, a strong squad next year but you know you have to still get out of the divisions and colleges section first and then face a tough quarter final yeah probably. yeah so it, it'll go down as one that they'll they'll rule, yeah. William McKinley will be yeah, they'll be kicking themselves like they should have beaten uh Blackhawk last year. Um, yeah, they've beaten penalties uh, Yeah, penalties like but they you know, uh, they probably should win it in, in normal time and, and then same again on, on, on Sunday against that was like the they poked it away really a lot of wides and in the closing stages like they should have seen it out and arguably for yeah. neutral is the Sars Middleton final a better final rather than a division being there I suppose if it's division it draws a lot of people in from East Cork but we're going to have no shortage of East Cork neutrals heading up anyway when you've yeah, Sars Middleton the two top clubs so. in the division um, so. yeah it, it's uh, it probably probably does have more general interest right when it is two club teams which isn't intended as a site on on the divisions in McKilly especially like have done so much great work and you know, th- to to keep performing at the level they do, it is just testament to to the effort that goes in there. And it's putting the spotlight in the likes of Timmy Wilk and Daryl Leary and you know and Jack Leahy outside of of Dud Sealy. So like it is great for player development in that regard. Yeah, like, yeah, and the, the clubs benefit from that as well. Ultimately, so you know, they're um they're, they're fulfilling a, a vital role for East Cork hurling and Cork hurling. And the, in that county final, Barry, the opening game in that now will be could be a great dogfight. Premier Intermediate Final between Castle Lions and Kilworth. Yeah. Great win for Kilworth the other day. Castle Lions, Castle Martyr, great win for them too because I suppose they lost to the same opposition in last year's semi-final and they both dogged it out. Heavy pitches and uh, very physical teams. A, a, g- a good final pairing potentially. Yeah, so look, Kilworth, like, you know, it's an unbelievable story really. They've, 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 they have come from nowhere. Um, like I was down in Movistown on, on, on Saturday like, and... Um, they were marginally the better team in Spanish yeah, yeah, I thought they deserved um, as well, to be honest. As much as it disappointed me, I, I couldn't argue with it. They, they, they won by a, by a, a point. Um, Michael Sheehan w- with, the, with the winning score and uh, uh, in in injury time uh, won twenty to two sixteen and um, like their work rate was 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 Im- it, immense. Yeah. Like and and the response like the the, the two Banacali goals was was incredible. Like you know they could easily have dropped their heads, but typical Kilwatt. Um, they just stuck in there and like. Yeah, they were probably married a better team. They probably got more of kind of the big players really. And they're they're a bit cuter and um, more experienced were they nearly like Ballincollig, I think at five or six under twenties playing and they looked a bit raw and callow at times. They played some good hurling in patches, but I thought Kilworth were a bit cuter. They got the most out of their parts, went long and all their puck outs, yeah. dogged out. Even the winning score came off a break on a puck out like yeah, like or a puck out one, sorry. Yeah, like we will condemned it very well, yeah. Winning the, the, the puck out and 
uh, popped it off to, to Michael Sheen and he was over the bar and you know I, 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 I thought there'd be another minister to play but um, yeah he, he blew it up then once Michael Sheen was brought over the bar and you know a big disappointment for, for Bannon Colley but um, it just goes to show like that league and championship to two Very different animals, to yeah. totally different ball games like Bannon Colley got promoted from uh, Division um, 2 and Kilwart got relegated from Division uh, 3 and Kilwart lost 8 out of 9 league games their only win was against Bandon and, and, and Bandon got relegated from, from the Premier League grade and, and after uh, 2 games in the group Kilwart had 1 point wasn't it 1 draw with Watergastill yeah the like they were up they 7 points like against Watergastill in the, in the first group game and um, the game ended up in a, in a draw um, and then down in Liz Gould, I was down at that game. They they uh, lost by seven points to Castle Martyr. Um, and, and then you went into the Van Hassock game, like and huge uh, underdogs, you know, huge underdogs, and they were like, they were, you know, they were just needed to win just to probably just to, you know, uh, stave off a, a relegation playoff first and foremost. And then they, they they managed to win, and all of a sudden during the knockout stage, it was just incredible. Momentum like is a big thing, doesn't it? Like so, you you look at there now, they have three wins in a row, yeah. Van Hassock. Definitely were, were considered in the top two, probably themselves in Castle Lane. Beat a good Valley Rovers. were yeah. big contenders and Valley Rovers yeah, were always there, thereabouts. Like they beat a good Valley Rovers team in, you know, in, in the qualifying. They, they, they blitz uh, Valleys in the first half and, uh, you know, they, they, they won by four points in the end. Uh, and then, like, you know, knock out Ben Hasek, knock out Ben and Colleague. Know two two of the the favourites you know for the for the title you know so unbelievable. Right, but but Castellanes are there now, Dennis. They lost two county finals before last year's semi final defeat, so they've been in the top four for four years in, in a row. Probably the favourites every year. They've Cullum Spillane, Anthony Spillane, you know Cullum Barry, Niall O'Leary. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've and Hurlers another strong performer for them down through yeah, the years. Yeah. So no. Fenton is their top scorer nearly in every match. Brilliant yeah, free taker. Like. You know, we you see it with with teams like say Michaels in in the football in recent years. Clyde Rovers even going back in the Premier Intermediate football, it can be tough to to finally take that last step. But you know, the defeats kind of they they give you a little bit of fuel for success. It's not battle hardened at this stage. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Mentally and, and know, physically, Noel Furlong involved there. Like you know, he has a good track record there. So you'd be making them favourites for the final. Um, as well as Kilbert have done, but um, Kilbert will be loving that stuff though. Oh, yeah, sure. they've sure. relished it all year. Like they've been on the dogs and everything. Yeah, so you know, Cast Lines, they will have pressure on them, but they they've they've dealt with the pressure to get to this stage. Going up against the team that beat them in the national semi final was a pressure situation on Saturday, and they came through that. So. You know, they'll um I suppose for Kilworth the one thing is that like Jamie Sheehan popped up with five points in play and like you say, Owen Carey got held held to two points, still played very well. Um Connor Sexton did a very good man marking job on him as it goes, considering how well he'd been playing. Noel McNamara got a couple of points, very influential yeah. again. But you know, it was reasonably well marked. And then Jamie Sheehan popped up with five points. So that's encouraging for Kilworth, isn't it? They had a great spread of scores, they scored more from play, scored more points than Bellingham yeah. scored more from play. I think they have a decent enough chance in that now. You yeah, know. like Liam, Liam Whelan played very well as well. Very the, good the, game, the, the yeah, he's a lot of ball. Um, he got three points on play. He was very good. No, they have a, they have a very good balanced team. Like they have no kind of real stand-up player, if you know what I mean, Like, but they have a very good balanced team. And um, dogged in defence. I suppose your only thing maybe is the big picture park if we even look at that maybe before. You know, if it depends on the day then too. You're in the middle yeah. of October. I could still play as a dogged enough game inside there. Uh, you know. There's no pressure on, on Kidworth really. No, um, no. So they can go out and enjoy it and... Um, like their, their celebrations after after the win over Benicca, like, like it was. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, you know, and, 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 and you know they deserve just to celebrate that moment because you know from where they they've come and from. Sean Groner Daly, the, the former Waterford player, is their uh, their coach. Yeah, so he's a real 
dogged kind of fella you know and he's yeah. hardy he's tough yeah. and they're playing a bit and, and his, his image as far as I, yeah, I, yeah, I, that's I, it, I can that's see you know. by how they've done so all credit to them you know we, de- we didn't have him in, in no. top three yeah. in our power <laughs> rankings so. definitely not it was like definitely I, I saw Kidwood in the first league game um, you know th- this season they, they played a ogle with Novens I was just watching it I wasn't reporting on it like and, and, and they lost by 10 points that day they were marking their card for a county uh, final no like they lost by 10 points and I said you know yeah, it's a massive no. achievement and and the senior A grade I know that, that final will be a week later now that's yeah. on in a couple of weeks time n- n- nice final pairing Newcastle against Bright Rovers two, two good teams yeah t- and two teams who had senior experience in, in the recent past and keen to get back to the top level two, two very tough battle hard outfits as well like balanced kind of teams aren't they then the same like they're solid all across the pitch I know yeah. Brian, Brian Roach and Luke Mead are the Cork players we'll say that are championship players from this year for the Rebels but uh, a lot, yeah. lot of good players in every line of the field there Th- that's it and kind of guy, guys who are consistent performers would say um yeah, like News of Stone started very well on Saturday against the Carrick Tool team that, that got the boy to the, the semi final and News Stone targeted that, you know, trying to kind of just take advantage of the fact that they've been playing more regular games. But then, in fairness, Carrick Tool came back into it. Um, but News Stone started the second half, just really, um, really put them Timing in control. Timing their goals kind of always kept yeah, them in front Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and they, they got 1 4 after half time. Um, and they, they weren't going to lose from there. You know, they're, they're really benefiting from from going well in football and the hurling when it's such a small group of players, you know, just yeah. performing week in and week out. I think there's and 13 of the same starters. Or yeah, and they, they look to do that now level. again this week against Newmarket in the football, and then if they do that, they'll get a week's break before the hurling final, so they'll uh, they'll definitely welcome that. Um, they're a hard, hard, hard out for two, I know. Like it's it's obviously cliche with Newstone that oh, they're they're a tough team, you know, small parish club, but they do play hard, they're tough. Yeah. They're honest. There's a lot to admire about them. Absolutely. And they're evolving the whole time, you know. They they do have quite a youngish team now at the moment. Um, you know, you you've you've Luke and Jack Mead there who are kind of in their their, their, their late prime baseball. No, yeah. yeah, but below that, you know, that you have um Niall, Niall Kelly, uh, Grota Donovan, who was on the Cork on a 20 football team a few years back. And Niall Kelly was a minor, minor Cork footballer yeah, as well. Yeah, David Buckley as well. Um, Another Cork underage footballer. Yeah, yeah Richard really. O'Sullivan. Like, so they they still carried Newstone heritage, but it, the, the team has been um, replenished and refreshed. And did this group, the disappointment last year, not getting out of the group, big disappointment the year before against Cantor in the semi-final, but they have... They've banked it and, and learned from it and they look to kind of set up a, a potential double now in the in the football this weekend. They, they are a youngish team, but I suppose we still have to mention Ty Toomey, who will be 40, I think, around the time of the, the hurling final, who's partnering Niall Kelly in midfield, so there's an average age there of 29, but both, uh, both extremes. and the, still a the class football. player, Ty Toomey, is Well, to be years. able to play midfield Gosh. at that age is, is some going. And a great footballer as yeah. well over the years. And, and Barry Bright Rovers have kind of they have a nice age profile in their team. I was looking on through it. They were in the county minor final two years ago, which is under 17, remember? So that's basically the guys coming off that are 18, 19. Yeah. Killian Tobin. Yeah. And Adam Walsh are the well-known players, but there was Connor Hazelwood there in the corner yeah. back position. They have a lot of good young players <laughs> and there. And even the Roaches have been around ages, but they're still only 23, 24. Yeah. You know, so. like it, they weren't in my uh, power rankings at the, at the start of the championship when I was down in Riverstown to play our first group game against uh, Nip Hirschigan. A few of the boy Rovers. They let uh, you know all about it. A few of the boy Rovers officials... Uh, Reminded me of that, so uh, but that, that win set their whole season going, didn't it? Really, like, like they were a very tight group, 
one of Killian and Pearson McBride wasn't coming out of that group. Yeah, it was, it was a tough group, like yeah, tough uh, group. And then they got that opening round win, and yeah. they've, they've they've taken off from there. And they were quite good, yeah. That they uh, blown over town, and uh, yeah, they've they've you know they've drove on really from from that point on, and uh, they've been very good, like yeah, the, the results have have been brilliant. So um, they're going to the, the final with uh, huge confidence, and yeah, it, sh- it should be a cracking final. Might be slight favourites at the same time, I suppose, for Blarney. You know, they only went out in a penalty shootout. Oh, I yeah. was kind of <laughs> looking at the four teams left <laughs> and thinking Blarney were the, the likely winners with the Coleman, Podrick, Power and Shane Barrett. Yeah, and tough, then, uh, then when, when Coleman scores his penalty factor. and Brian Roach misses his, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're thinking definitely Blarney's and it just goes to show. Really fine margins. Sh- yeah. sh- should a semi-final be decided on a penalty shootout? Uh, it's, it's very tough for, for Blarney. Uh, I, like... There's no way around it. That's it. If you, if you make it alone, schedule yeah. and then if you say semi-final shouldn't be, you'd say why should quarter-finals be, you know, I think... It is tough though. It is tough to lose in a penalty. Yeah. Round, yeah. To be fair. It is. Ian Hogan with his three penalties says fair play to him. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And... Um, they're hard enough to score though aren't they hurling penalties there now you look like, like it, it, it looks whatever, easy yeah. whatever, whatever, with the three of us out there I'm sure we'd miss every hurling penalty from, from 20 metres but I think it's the fact they're stepping in you can't go past the line Yeah, it's a good enough way out I, I suppose if the keeper guesses anyway correctly or has any inkling where you're going he's a decent chance like yeah. at bit club level particularly we're yeah, yeah we, we do see it a, a good bit probably more than you'd expect to see it given that the size of the ball is so small and the goal is so big but the mental game comes into it then. I know, I know. You're, you're trying not to overcook it, hit it too hard, you'll yeah. fly past the post or over the bar. Yeah. No good to you in a penalty shootout. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Bright Rovers, uh, they had practice penalties, they were ready for that eventuality. Yeah, the, the manager, Liam Barry, mentioned that, that um, they had put in the practice and he, he paid tribute to the work that had been done with Keen Hogan, who was still a young goalkeeper as well. He mentioned um, Kevin Roach from Bantir um, uh, as coming in and giving a bit of uh, assistance there. So, just goes to show that the practice pays off. And and going down to the, the two lower grades, Intermediate A, I suppose Ahabulag were one of the favourites for the county at the start. They definitely were the favourites of the four teams left. They're in the final, but we've two second teams in those those two. So Catrons and, and Ahabulag lived up to their billing. Probably, yeah. w- probably were the fancied clubs out of the, the four that were left in each section. They're in the final, but they'll be playing against, in the case of Ahabulag, Middleton second team. Mm. Superb weekend for them. Two, two teams through the county final. Unbelievable going. And then you have... Aaron's own, who definitely wouldn't have been tipped seeing as they were only up on a junior A last yeah, year to get into Premier yeah. Junior Final. It's, um, it's great, great effort by them, to be fair. Um, and Robbie Flynn came on as a sub for the last 20 minutes of the semi-final, so you'd imagine he'll be he'll be playing. As strange as it seems, Robbie Flynn will be playing a county junior final. And, you know, what an asset he'll be to, to Aaron's own. But at the same time, Catrons, you know, they're... Um, like I say, they're there on merit and they have a very good team. A few guys on the Jim McKilly panel, so it should be a, it should be a very interesting affair. Yeah, no, and Davis is a, t- a top goalie. We were mentioning goalies, Brian Saunders, yeah. and obviously Davis, another very good goalie. Yeah, he was the player profile in, in the programme at the weekend and his um his did you know line was that he has achieved grade eight in the clarinet. I'm not sure if <laughs> it was true or if he was telling Parker. It sounds like some type of anchorman reference or something. Well, well Conor Callan's <laughs> line is that he used to be a pro rollerblader, which I don't think is true, but maybe Owen maybe. Davis was uh, was, was telling us the truth. Yeah, and our brother got back in the intermediate hurling final. Great season, aren't they? They're in the like football as well. You know, they were there in, you know, in, in uh, 2020. Um, they lost to their neighbours, they all going to game probably could maybe should have won um you know I, and they have a very good age profile uh like we on about you know boy rovers as well like they've you know our brother have a very good age profile that he's very good young players 
And uh, you know they came good the last day in, in the semi final against uh, Mayfield. Uh, you know Matthew yeah, Bradley. Two spell, I think. Yeah, yeah, Matthew Bradley played well and yeah, yeah very yeah. poor first half for Mar Bullock, but they had had the layoff and hadn't played hurling um, in the four weeks and, and the football distractions, I suppose, and things. Yeah, like that. and then they came out at the start. They could have fallen further behind at the start of the second half. Mayfield missed a few chances, but then Mar Bullock just took over. Um, Shane Tarrant and Matthew Bradley, like you say, really good. Paul Ring as well, core footballer. He he chipped in with a few. Um, Abolog managed by Shawnee McGrath's brother Michal. So, um, yeah, there are some Northsiders going well. This, yeah, this year. like 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 uh, like now they'll be looking to um set themselves up for a double um when they play the the football semi final this weekend. And Matthew Bradley was obviously a, a fine hurler underage. Don't play a lot of underage hurling. You know, yeah, against Spanning Colleges, kind of a guy, powerful guy like Mark Moyner in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Good, good player. He's a guy I enjoy watching. And a very good football, footballer as well. You're like Abolog will, will definitely be favourites against Middleton. But at the same time, the great thing with their own second team, I know for the players and the management involved, of course, they want to win the final. There's just that little bit less pressure, you know. Yeah. You can maybe go up and hurl a bit, you know. Just go for it. Now there aren't too many second teams win these competitions. And, and it could be the case that Middleton could be playing the intermediate final, having won the senior previous week, and the club will just be on a high, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, we must be on a high at the moment, full stop. Yeah. And so after all that action this weekend, do you have any uh, shout-outs for the hurler of the weekend, um, Barry? I suppose like, there, is, there is a few few contenders. Um, I suppose, you know, Kilworth, I suppose they're, they're a brilliant win over over, over Banning Halleck. Um, that was a huge win for them. And, you know, they, they had a, a lot of contenders. Um, you know, so, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to give it to, to Jamie Sheehan. You know, I think he got five points. And then, oh, Michael, his, his cousin got the, got the winning score. He had an outstanding second half, but I just think Jamie, I think he's... Yeah, they were classy yeah. points too, weren't they? In yeah, a game yeah. where it wasn't that easy to um, pick off scores. So. You know, and, and you know, there was a heavy pitch, like you know, underfoot conditions were slippery, and um, he got five points in play, so like, that was huge in, in that kind of game. So I, I'm going to give to Jamie Sheen. What about our our, our magic uh, goalkeepers who save penalties? We've had a lot of shouts for goalies as our player of the week, Dennis. I'm definitely going to just throw Keen Hogan's name into the mix for playing. Yeah, Keen Hogan have a good shout, but in the same match, Mark Coleman, he got he when the team was announced. We were told Blarney would be lining at 115 and then we saw number 21 trotting in at full forward and he finished with 10 points. Uh, some of them were outstanding efforts all together. And, um, Left and right over the shoulder. Yeah. Sideline running for good and measure. And then he nailed the, the first penalty as well. So he really couldn't have done more to, to get Blarney to, to a final and you know they just missed out narrowly. So uh, you'd be putting him forward as a candidate or else Carl McCarthy, I think, just for the importance of his contribution all through the game but especially in terms of setting up the equalising goal and then scoring the five points. Yeah, it's hard to argue with Colin McCarthy. It was kind of shades of Shane Kingston a couple of years ago with, with Cork. I know yeah, he came off the yeah, bench yeah. in that circumstance against yeah. Kenny in the All-Ireland semi-final, but he ended up with seven points and play one the game. I think Colin McCarthy getting five points and, you know, in this in the second half of extra time, the scores are very hard to come by. Bang yeah. He seals the win. I, I thought, he, thought, thought he was outstanding. We can't argue with that. And what about for a team of the week? Uh, Kilworth. Yeah, yeah Kilworth it, was it was the game. very hard to argue with. You know, it was uh, it was the game I was at, like, and I was very impressed with them. And you know, Bannockalig were favourites, so yeah. Uh, and it's just yeah. they've just torn up the the old bookies' odds all the way through this thing. Every yeah. game they've been nearly hundred dogs, and they've been loving it. What, what, what you yeah, Dennis? I, I, you'd have to say like so many games were even beforehand that that um, say Kilworth going in against a team who had reached the quarter, the semi finals, the top seed, yeah, I suppose, yeah, exactly, yeah. So um. You know, more power to them. Yeah, and they'll mm. be loving it. Make them, you know, four to one outsiders in the final and they'll be sticking that up in the dressing room wall <laughs> up and kill her. Yeah. They've absolutely no doubt. And look looking ahead to, to next weekend, we have 
feast of football on the on the horizon. Yeah. Dennis, what are the matches that are worth uh, catching? Sure I suppose. Well, look, Barrett's Castle Haven round four. One. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's, it's just the annual uh, the annual meeting. And uh, you'll have someone who lost yesterday's game happy because they get to come to final anyway, whether it's the Catalans or whether it's the Bears club. Yeah, the Catalans having sold a little bit to Bears yesterday will be um, behind the enemy lines next week. And you know, it's again, you're, you're saying the Bears are favourites because they got there and they they took the automatic semi final spot. Um, but Castlehaven are, are never going to bow down for anyone. They they played well in fits and starts. They they'll need to put a full performance together if they are to. They sat, sat back a bit too much against Balling Holly today in that second half. Kind of they were six points up and they kind of sat a bit deep. Balling Holly started running at them. Yeah, yeah, that can happen. I suppose you can try and protect the lead. Their, their first half performances is what yeah. they'll need to replicate. But you definitely wouldn't um, back against them doing that. Yeah, and I suppose bars bars will be bars are most people's favourites to win the county from the four teams that are left and I don't think I've met anyone that doesn't think they're going to win it and that, that's you know that's the pressure that the Bears are yeah, like they're are under but they were the same last year and they got pipped in the final by Nemo so. like they've been on a mission all year really because like they, they you know that, um, like in the league like they, you know, they, they won the league and like they won their, their three group uh, stage games pretty comfortably um, so like they're on a mission they're on a mission like and like just you know they ticked every uh, box like, like they're still hurting after that final defeat to Nemo last year yeah, well they started um, so slowly in that and they you know, they could never recover from a bad you start. Know. The Nemo were outstanding, obviously on the day. But uh, they ambushed in the, you know in the, in, in the final last year, so um, they'd want to atone for that. And you know, look, it should be it should be a cracking semi final, like the last few semi finals. Like anyway, we've had so penalty shootouts. Like two thousand twenty went to the penalties. Uh, Castlehaven won it. Uh, the penalties two thousand twenty one. Um, the Bowers won it, and then last year. Um, Bowers, the Bowers won by by four points. So it was a very good game last year. Uh, yeah, it was a great goals it was, it was free flowing and top quality stuff la- last year so you know it should be a belt of uh, this weekend I'm really looking forward to it it's, it's a game I'm covering so uh, really looking forward and, to and you were covering Duhallow's win over Douglas on Sunday night Douglas were, were obviously very very disappointed but it was a good, good win for, for Duhallow wasn't it Luke Murphy you flagged him up there a few weeks ago as being a farm one of the farm players in the in the county championship yeah team. and he impressed again on Sunday he was outstanding um, he's from Colin um, he got five points from play, oh, he, you know he was he was excellent. Like Donegal Connor was was quite enough. Like and yeah. you think you know how do hello you know fail and Donegal Connor's kind of you know not on song, but the other players stepped up. Um, you know Mikey uh, McCall off the goal portrait got a got a goal and Dow Cashman in, um was midfield and on Sunday he was outstanding. He got a goal. You know, they were very good. It was a very good team performance. Yeah, last it's great day. to see Derek Cashman because well, he was a very good minor back in 2019 and if you're on the fringes of the Cork setup. Last year with the seniors, he was in the panel, so he's a player now. You know, they just say possibly get a bit of a run the league next year and kick on. I think he's had a few injury problems, so yeah, like they, like they won against Douglas uh, on Sunday, three eleven to ten points in the qualifying. Like and uh, look, they, they did what they had to do, but uh, Douglas, uh, Douglas were shocking. Yeah, Douglas, yeah, were, Douglas were awful. Like and you know, I I genuinely thought it was kind of a game. Where I thought you know could go all the way to penalties. Yeah, well you know made Duhallow's favourites, I think, uh, everyone would have tipped Duhallow, but at the same yeah, time, said, Jeez, it's a great opportunity for Douglas, haven't beaten Michaels, bit of momentum, they're out of the hurling. Yeah, I thought it'd be tight, like, and, uh, you know, Douglas just, like, they got the first point, uh, and that was as good Double as it, all the way that was as good as it got for them, and, uh, yeah, like, Duhallow just controlled the, the remainder of the game. Um, like there was a big foul, but it was you know there was no atmosphere. There was no excitement, could, yeah, I suppose, because of that. Uh, they, they, they led 2-5 five to three points at halftime. Uh, Douglas uh, made, made a bit of a goal at the start of the second half. Shane Kingston kicked three points, showing that he's a fine dual player, obviously, always was when he was a young fella. So. Yeah, like, like, you know, Sean Pouch was very uh, 
uh, influential in in the St. Michael's game, but he was um, quite enough on, on Sunday. And I spoke to the very experienced uh, Duhalo manager Joe Sullivan uh, after the game on Sunday, and uh, you know he told me they did a lot of work, uh, you know, in the build-up to the game, um, in terms of how to curtail Douglas' uh, full forward line of Conor Russell, Shane Kingston, Sean Poucher, and you know I thought the the plan the plan worked really. Yeah, uh, but Conor Russell got taken off, so. And Dennis, like you know, right? Do have beaten beaten Douglas? No, they were expected to. They were the top favourites with the bookies. But like playing Nemo in a semi final is a different animal. No, Nemo haven't been great all year. But like, sure, we're saying this. Uh, I'm working the X since 2005, and there's uh, loads of seasons where actually Nemo aren't going great. No, they can blow teams out of it. But there's many seasons where they saved their best to last. They're the absolute map. That's it, and they might be going great, but they're still winning. Yes, you it's know, irrelevant. Like so, that's. It's always a great, and great skill to have. Hurling victory at the weekend in the City Division yeah, final, yeah. retaining their so title, so that's a boost going into next weekend for the yeah. junior players. So you'd have to make Nemo favourites, but you know, do have a like McKilly have a, a club team ethic in there. You know, the real unity there, and guys play for each other, and you know, when they when they catch form, they can be very good. They will need to be close to their best. Um, to to get the better of Nemo because like w- when Nemo gets back Creeve they're you know they're very familiar with that yeah, territory. down the road literally from there yeah exactly yeah and they're so used to winning semi finals I think the only semi finals they've lost in recent memory were both against um Ballon College um in the, in the past decade and you know yeah, semi finals and finals they're, 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 they're yeah really like if 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 you're betting on it it would be It'd be foolish to go against Nemo in the bars. It's been typical Nemo in just so far the season, like you know, just getting the job done. You know, too much force, like and uh, like you know, going to the semi final last year, like there was question marks over Nemo. Uh, you know, and they they won comfortably. Yeah, you know, against Bannockley, like and you know we you know we we thought maybe you know maybe close game. You know, Bannockley will have a way cut off Nemo, but Nemo were just far too strong. As, you know, Nemo once again to the semi final. You know, and, and I wonder about, about Duhallo in that, like, now that it's Premier Senior and Senior A players are unavailable for divisions, you know, it didn't affect the McKilly so much. Now, yes, the, 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 you know, they had the depth there, but you look at Duhallo, look at the amount of clubs that are playing in top class clubs, you look at the clubs that are playing this weekend in semi finals in yeah. Newmarket, Knocknagree, yeah. you well, know, th- those th- players, they're, they're big losses, like, for, for Joris Sullivan. N- Knocknagree, Newmarket, Kent Turk are the last three winners that are Premier to me. So the fact that Duhallo are still even competing yeah. is. And Kish came as well, you know, senior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take another two or three players or four players off the panel with that. Yeah, yeah. So it just does get that bit tougher. It probably helps the players who come into the Duhallo panel that they get to play at a higher level, but. It does impinge on their prospects. Like it, it's great exposure, like for the players, like you know, Luke Murphy, you know, from Colin. Uh, you know, for Derek Ashman's development, yeah, like yeah, like there's a few from Drum Tower, Castle Magno. It's great exposure yeah, for them. Like it's like Seamus Hickey there playing for years as well. Yeah, obviously, yeah, get to a county semi-final. It's it's brilliant for them. Great to be in the spotlight. And looking at the senior A grade, could we have a, a Duhallo final after the semi-finals next weekend? A Duhallo derby, maybe. Eh? I I think Donny's. Um, Donny's are probably the favourites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe Donny's new market, but. You know, you can never write off news of sound <laughs> or not can agree. Yeah, they're, 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 they're hard enough ones to call, aren't they? Again, like they're very tight, a bit like the semis in the hurling yeah. this year weekend in senior. I'm covering the, the new market, the new system game, and and on Saturday, and it's, it's, it's the first time um, you know they'll meet in championship since 2001. Uh, I I I was only I, I was only four. Uh, intermediate. Foot- you remember it well, though. <laughs> I can I can remember well. Yeah, I was over in Coachford, <laughs> uh, intermediate football championship uh, semi final replay. Uh, Newmarket were up seven points um, going to injury time 
and Newcastle Town got three goals to win by two points and well, uh, they, they went, went down, down, to, they, win the they went down to, to win the county to beat Nemo, um, Nemo second, second team, team I, you know in Brinney who so were very strong at that time uh, that's and a way I to I win a game I right I three I goals I in the last five minutes Ty Toomey was on the panel you know, so that's, that's some going. And he's, he's so that's your dressing room speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tatoo, he revenge yeah. for 20, 22 yeah, he years was in, ago. He was in sixth year in school at the time. Whoa. Yeah. And it'll be just yeah. as close, I presume, this weekend, realistically, in the work. So that's a very hard game. Uh, it will. They, they'll both be close. But um, uh, I think I think Donnie's ha- have been showing the form so far. And then I suppose with Newmarket, is they, they've been... They'll have been able to prepare for this a bit better than Newcastle. Yeah, that's it, and just focus on the. Yeah, carry through the buzz. They know winning in Parky Creeve and the f- and the, you know Aye, get to like play there again. You wouldn't, football uh, you wouldn't at all be surprised, but um, it's been a great turnaround from from Newmarket. Like they won the uh, intermediate uh, county two years ago. Um, they ended up in the relegation playoff last year. Um, they they be banded in, in that relegation playoff. So um, like Hugh O'Connor has been a huge addition to them. You know, this year he was um. Cork in the twenty four part of this year and they've a very good um uh f- forward line. So um you know it'll be a great game but look Newcastle Town, they got relegated from the top flight last year. You know, they'd want a, a swift return and they've a very good team as well, you know. They've they booked up on scoring forwards with the do hello teams. I don't know, it's that, that bit of the Kerry influence and <laughs> <I> hate, hate <laughs> to admit it, but there's always a nice bit of kick passing, nice shooters, you know, not the greer the same. There'll always be three or four lads can yeah, kick points in a run, kick points from thirty meters that you may might yeah, get some of their clubs like in Cork. Like like Sweeney Oaks, pick one example. Like he's he's really good at that, or Anthony O'Connor as well. Like so yeah, on the run, you know, it's, it's yeah, they're classy forwards, and I'm sure Donnie's have a couple of top class forwards themselves with Fionn Hurley, Mark Buckley, those type of lads. So like what what Nock Degree have done over the last six years has been amazing. Like doing the do hello junior football championship 2017. Like and there's been some some flight of some ways. Yeah. It's been incredible. Uh, at every level and looking at the, the, the couple of grades below that are there any kind of standout games or teams to beat like I suppose, uh, suppose K- Killing the Martyr we're looking to finally get yeah, over three, the line three semi-final losses in the last three years so you know another opportunity for them you know they, they do have stacks of potential but they do really just have to deliver on it and Friday night in the Intermediate Football Championship, our brother got playing uh, Drum Tower for the Mallow at half seven. This game I'm covering. Yeah, and uh, yeah, good game, yeah. It should be. Um, like our Bullock, you know, you know, double could be on. So uh, it should be a very interesting game. And I suppose, uh, you know, the, on the same night, Kilmore are playing Cove in the, in the Premier Junior Football Championship in Park Evening at half seven. A repeat of, of last year's Junior County Final uh, game, uh, Kilmore won. So that should be another. Um, Interesting game, yeah. That, that's both uh, been a tight match, anyway. Yeah, and Oren on the other side of that, playing St. Fenbar's second team, you know, both sides will be looking at it as a great opportunity, but, you know... You've seen a lot of second teams get to the county, yeah, right? Yeah, two yeah, of the exactly. five finals. You can't just, um, can't just take it for granted, like. And then the Premier Senior relegation game, obviously, Sunday as well, uh, Carrigaline or Mallow. Um, Huge stakes glad, there. Yeah, Huge glad they had a second chance there. Yeah, and the uh, Intermediate Football Championship uh, relegation... Um, Playoff game is you know is taking place and uh, on Sunday at three o'clock in Riverstone between Balno and Glenville that was um that was called off at the rain that was called off t- two weeks ago due to the rain yeah so that's on Sunday yeah and again mm. there you're, you're you're slipping down to Premier Junior if you lose that you're not far away from a return to divisional football like it's it's a huge game isn't it to keep up I, I was particularly think with Balanora they've had a lot of kind of cock minors in the last few years now hurling and football they've been producing Shane Kingston being the notable yeah, underage player yeah. this year but. Uh, You'd be expecting a bit more out of them, would you? Wouldn't be doing relegation. Yeah, they've 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 a young team, and you know, Ken O'Halloran is coaching them. Um, 
Former Bishop Town and Cork goalkeeper. Former Bishop Town and Cork goalkeeper, yeah. So, um, yeah, so look, you know, if they, if, if, they, if they can survive on Sunday, you know, they'll be hoping to, to build on it and, and, and they're kick still on in the hurling as well out in mid-Cork, Barry. Y- yeah, they, they beat Gunnar um, after ex- extra time in the, in the, in the semi-final on, on Sunday, so they're in the uh, mid-Cork final against Gypsy. Oh, that'll be a belter yeah, of a game. Yeah. Not to look forward to. Well, you can catch us next week where we'll no doubt have got all these predictions wrong. You can <laughs> find us every Tuesday on echolive.e forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. The Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie, our in-branch at Holly Hill and Toker.